We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Guys, I don't talk about people that I hate. All right? You'll notice I talk smack about every other show here because I love every other show here. When I don't like somebody, I don't talk about them because I can't control myself. All right, like I think you guys might you might have picked up by now. When I start taking a shot at somebody, I can't stop myself. So it's the uh, it's the the fat ass in the candy store idea of I know that I can stop myself to some degree with Ken and Anthony, with Baskin and Phelps, with JP, because at the core there, I love everybody's show and I listen to everybody's show. I am. I probably listen to as much of the station as anybody else. So if you really want to listen for something, listen to people I don't talk about, and you're probably going to understand really quickly whom I don't like. The tiger got out of the cage there. <laughs> so no, just, just for everybody. No, I was making fun of Ken, although I really wanted to have Mac come back um, with Ken Enough from the Barbie soundtrack. Or uh, what is it? I'm just Ken. I really want it, but I couldn't do it because I thought that for some reason that felt over the line with Ken. Like it's one thing to call him out for pandering. It's one thing to call him out for riding the fence. But then coming back with a song from Barbie, Ken's Ken's kind of a prideful man. I feel like that would have been too much. Now, uh, as we did just have the conference title rounds, I, I had a few observations from yesterday. And so we're going to jump around just a little bit here. Because there are things that I wrote down throughout the course of yesterday's games, including the number one thing that I feel like I've learned or that we should have learned from this last weekend. There is going to be a conversation at some point in the future, not now, whether Pat Mahomes can overtake Tom Brady. There's going to be a conversation potentially about Andy Reid, if Andy continues coaching after this year and if they win the Super Bowl and all that, about Andy Reid catching Bill Belichick as the GOAT. Those conversations really need another five years to kind of breathe so we can see what more Pat Mahomes does, what more Andy Reid does as a head coach. That being said, Travis Kelsey and Pat Mahomes officially have caught, I don't know, they've surpassed them. They've officially caught Brady and Gronk as the GOAT tight end quarterback combo. Because if we remember, you know, Gronk was really part of the second run, that second, uh, the the trio of championships there in, in New England, and obviously they won one together in Tampa Bay as well. But watching Mahomes and Kelsey, that's like 90% of the Kansas City offense right now. And granted, this this team can actually run better than they have been able to run in quite quite. but like that, uh, the, the, uh, the conversion where Mahomes – had like five minutes of uh, five seconds of running around and then threw like a just dangerous, just kind of dying quail pass. And Travis Kelsey leapt to get the conversion and make what was an all time great catch. That play to me, I, I mean, and not just that. I mean, Kelsey, the throw to Kelsey in the end zone for the first touchdown where he had Kyle Hamilton all over him. And Kelsey was just kind of falling back, and Mahomes put it right into his lap, the one place Kyle Hamilton wouldn't be able to defend. 
I am running out of superlatives to talk about how great Kelsey and Mahomes together are. Kelsey before Mahomes was great. He wasn't this level. There is an otherworldly connection between those two guys that absolutely reminds me of Brady and Gronk. And we, Brady is the GOAT. All right, until proven otherwise, Brady, uh, Brady is the GOAT. But I think Mahomes and, and Kelsey together are at or maybe even past where uh, Brady and Gronk were as a connection. Because remember, like the last, last like three years, Gronk wasn't Gronk. Last three years, Gronk was more of a left tackle who, yes, he made plays in space. He was still a very good player. He wasn't the guy that he was at the very pinnacle of what he's doing. Travis Kelsey is like yesterday proved guys there's no there's no decline. Maybe there was in October, maybe he was having a bad month. There's no decline. Look at the plays that Travis Kelsey made yesterday. And the guys like 33 34 years old. People are now saying he should retire because he's that old. <laughs> he's been that good for that long. Uh another thing uh from from this weekend, uh Brock Purdy is the luckiest man on the planet. Brock Purdy was easily the worst quarterback on this weekend. He got, I don't want to say bailed out, but he got bailed out. Let's just say that by an all-time performance of just completely falling apart in Detroit. And he did not make a lot of throws. He did not make a lot of plays. Like it was Christian McCaffrey. Debo made a couple of nice plays. Like you can count the good plays Brock made in and of himself on his on like a on one hand you put anybody else in that San Francisco situation right now you put Lamar there uh the 49ers win the Super Bowl relatively easily you put Jared Goff in that situation I think the 49ers have a better chance at winning a Super Bowl you put um Joe Flacco in that situation I think San Francisco has a better chance of winning a Super Bowl and it's not that Brock Purdy is awful. He's just not very good. He's not awful. Like he's I think he still is a starting quarterback. But it's funny, after the 49ers won the game against uh Detroit, there are people circulating on Instagram the Nick Sa- or the, the Brock Purdy quote on what Nick Saban told him when Brock Purdy went to go to Alabama on a visit coming out of high school. And it was something to the I'm gonna butcher the paraphrasing of this, but it was something akin to um below average size, uh, your arm is whatever, and your accuracy is average. I don't know how you see anything other than that with Brock Purdy. I and uh, this is I'm gonna do the thing that I don't generally do because I love to watch let games play out before I put my foot in my mouth. I don't think Brock Purdy has a chance of winning the Super Bowl. Save that one, Keith. Save that one because in, in two weeks from now, it could look like the biggest a-hole on the planet. I think Brock Purdy is the personification of average at quarterback. And I think if they keep him going forward, it makes financial sense to keep him. But if they keep him going forward, I don't think they're ever winning a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy. I think it will take everybody around them having games of their life to win with Brock Purdy because he is just average as you know what. Two one six four seven four double zero nine two. What were your takeaways from this weekend in the conference title rounds? Here we were also talking about uh, the Ken Dorsey hire. We've got more to get on the play calling side of things. We got more to get into Deshaun Watson. Uh, seemingly, 
maybe starting to try and get people here in Cleveland to go with him. Let's go with Brandon. Real quick, buddy, what you got for us? So first- now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. First things first, I completely agree with you about Brock Purdy. I think he could eventually be relegated to a backup role and even have a shot at winning a, a Super Bowl is unreal. But I wanted to comment on the, the front office kind of doubling down on the Deshaun Watson investment. It's like you, you won a Rari and, and you, you got a vet, but you know it, it's a lemon. You still have to keep investing in it. So I think having as much you know, given to him as possible gives them also, and I'm not saying this, but a way out to say, hey, we gave Deshaun Watson everything he needed. We gave him opportunities. We gave him a, a, an OC that he had you know, buy-in on. We, we even tried to, to kick around. I mean, and if they do this or not, I, I don't know, but even having Ken Dorsey call plays, you know, it, I'm sure it's going to be kicked around in the front office. I mean, Stefanski, I think, had a great season with what he was dealt with, you know, having five different starting quarterbacks. Obviously, we all think, you know, he should be the coach of the year for his play calling and kind of pandering to what was best in, in the given situation. But you, you have to double down on the Sean Watson thing, and I think they are with this signing. I think Kellen Moore and him are exactly the same. I mean, I don't think one is better than the other. I think they both have, you know, great features and bad features, like you were saying before. It's not necessarily a bad move to get either one of them. But when you have a little bit more buy-in from Deshaun Watson, you're saying, Deshaun, we've given you everything you need. You now have to go out and prove that you are the quarterback that we, we signed up for. And I think that is a huge part of what this, this signing was. Brandon, appreciate you, buddy. Thank you very much. I think there's something to be said about – doing everything you can to try and make the trade work. Because at some point, you might get to a point with Deshaun where the obvious to everybody is it's not going to work out. And the 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 mo- actually, the least you can do is go in, I mean, all in on every single thing. That's play caller, that's putting the talent around him, that is making sure that he's in a spot where it's not all on him to win every single game, everything. And I think the Browns are doing that. It it feels like they're doing that by, you know, and not incremental, but a little bit every year they're trying something different. So I don't know if it'll work, but I think, like, again, if if you think Dorsey can build the offense that is going to bring out the best with Deshaun – you also have to – Andrew Barry's got to do his job. His teammates got to do his job. Like, I don't think it's just as simple as, well, just roll the ball out there and Deshaun will figure it out. I, I think that would be a dangerous tactic to take. So getting back to what I learned from the AFC title game, man, Ken responded to me on social media, by the way. I think I might have swung at the hornet's nest there. Taking shots. All right, Ken. There we go. You know, I'm going to read it right now. He quote tweeted me. And uh, said, I'd rather be measured than blurt something out and have my producer smoke me in the argument for 40 minutes every day. But that's just me. I believe what he's saying is, if I don't have an opinion, no one can criticize me. 
I think that's the subtext of his rebuttal. Let's see how it plays out there, Pepper. Now, with that being said, uh, one other thought I had on the conference title round there is Dan Campbell is who he is. Uh, Detroit didn't lose because of Dan Campbell. I I probably would have tried to go for three uh, when they went for it on fourth down late in that game uh, to tie the game up or to put yourself in a better position. That's not who Dan Campbell is. Like Dan Campbell lost that game the same way he won a bunch of games this year and also lost a few, was which was that he trusts his his guys. And this was a guy who went for it on fourth well, went for it on fourth down forty three percent of the time this year. And the the Reynolds kid had the first down. He just dropped it. As a matter of fact, if you look at every single thing that happened in the third quarter, it was players not executing. It was Gibbs fumbling. It was this mistake. It was that mistake. It was Jared Goff on the the other fourth down where he didn't set his feet when he threw the ball and he kind of threw a dying quail. Like, Dan Campbell's not why they lost that. Did Ben Johnson turtle a little bit? Yeah, maybe. But Dan, Dan Campbell lost that game the way he won every other game. I don't see how you can end up bashing that guy when he was just staying true to his form. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.